Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Sky U Podcast by the Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go away you fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Hello. And you street. Hey y'all. Alright, Olympics still going on. I mean, I'm not paying the closest of attention. Uh, I know from uh, Andy being annoyed by it that uh, curling went off and did crappy things. I believe the com- the uh, comparison you made, Andy, was uh, their loss to Italy was equivalent to losing to Bowling Green, which doesn't sound good. It sounds like uh, they've been drinking their grandfather's water glasses. Or should be drinking their grandfather's water glasses. I'm not even sure I get that reference. So the uh, fabulous Russian figure skater, the 15-year-old who popped for a drug Oh, that's test. the excuse? Yes. The the actual the actual <laughs> claim is the reason why she tested positive for this thing was that she accidentally drank a glass of water that her grandfather had previously drank out of when he presumably put his heart med into because that's what the thing that she popped for was yes. Oh God! All right. Um... Getting more creative all the time with these excuses for doping. I mean, I suppose it's Uh, possible a dingo did unfortunately eat that woman's baby. But it does seem unlikely. Andy, what do we need to know uh, about uh, the Olympics? You can go broad with this and just talk about Olympics generally, or you can keep it to gophers in the Olympics. I'm leaving it up to you. Yeah, well, we'll 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 highlight the Gophers in the Olympics uh, for the main part because uh, it's mostly good news. Um, obviously, we talked about uh, eight current and former members of the uh, Gophers on the U.S. Women's Olympic Hockey Team. Uh, they are playing for the gold medal against Canada. Surprise, surprise! I think there's literally about four people in the world who are, are shocked that that's happening. Um, and so that game will be uh, ten o'clock Wednesday night. Uh, U.S. and Canada going for gold again, so uh, the eight Gophers uh, guarantee at least a silver medal. Uh, hopefully they can pull off the win like they did in, in 2018. Um, on the men's side, it's been nothing but good news. The uh, the U.S. men, uh, led by uh, four Gophers on that roster, uh, Ben Myers, two goals, two assists, is actually the second-leading scorer on Team USA this far. Uh, they went 3-0 and in pool play and are the number one seed heading into the quarterfinals. Uh, we are recording this Tuesday night. The U.S.'s quarterfinal game is at 10 o'clock Tuesday night against Slovakia um, in a game they should win. And assuming they do, they will play either Russia or 
Denmark in the semifinals on Thursday. So, uh, U.S. looking to basically try and get into uh, good shape to try and the men trying to bring home a medal as well. Uh, the other team we've talked about that has go for representation on it, the uh, women's curling team, uh, they aren't faring quite as well. Uh, they're still in the middle of pool play right now in a three-way tie for third place with a four and three record. Um, but they are currently losing as we speak, uh, 4-2 to Canada in the fifth of 10 ends. Uh, and then they also have to play, uh, I believe they still have to play, uh, Japan who's in a tie with them. So they basically at bare minimum need to win one of those two, if not both to advance to the, uh, to the medal round and have a chance to bring home a medal. Uh, it will be tough. We'll find out uh, their last match is uh, Wednesday morning, so we'll know here in, in about 12 hours whether the uh, U.S. women's curling team is, is going to have a chance to play for a medal or whether they're going to be uh, coming home with nothing. After last week's discussion of Snuffleupagus on the skeleton, do we feel the need to go broader than just the Gophers in the Olympics? I mean, uh, if you're looking for positives, the uh, the the Mono Bob, the the debut of Mono Bob, the U.S. Uh, finishing uh, gold and silver with a uh, with a, a unique uh, Canadian transfer who became uh, Callie Humphreys, uh, who competed in the Olympics, I think at least twice for Canada. Basically, got fed up with the uh, Canadian coaching staff, entered the transfer portal, became a U.S. citizen uh, last November. <laughs> And uh, won a gold medal for the U.S. a couple nights ago. So uh, even the even the Olympics are not immune to the transfer portal. Yes, she 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 did transfer. She got her citizenship in time and uh, and and got that uh, got got that gold medal. Uh, they both uh, have a chance in the in the two uh, woman bobsled competition here in the, by the end of the week. Um, you know, Chloe Kim did her Chloe Kim thing, got gold. Um, yeah, so you know. Good times. Yes, that was that was a, that was a uh, that was a good moment as well, and hopefully in the thousand she can and find a way to uh, do it again after winning the five hundred. But yeah, so the U.S. it's it's been interesting to see that uh, you know they they put all their media their media hype on on several athletes, um, and Chloe Kim came through, and Aaron Jackson has come through, and Elena. Uh, Myers came through with at least a silver. Uh, it's just been Michaela Sheffrin that unfortunately has been uh, subjugated to the Simone Biles curse and, and not uh, not brought home any hardware yet. Well, speaking of hardware, he says, making an awkward transition back to Gophers, uh, there's some serious hardware. I, look, we've talked about what we expected from the men and women's hockey teams down the stretch. The women are doing what we expected. Uh, once they got past Bemidji State, you know, sweeping out the last two weekends certainly felt like the most likely outcome. Um, you know, uh, Ohio State did them a favor and gave up some points um, that they shouldn't have probably given up. So, you know, really kind of cemented things for the Gopher women. But the Gopher men going out and sweeping Ohio State on the road, an Ohio State squad that hadn't lost since, if I'm remembering you correctly, Andy, uh, the mid-November series against Minnesota, that was, I mean, that's huge. Like, obviously, they're they're not uh, guaranteed anything when it comes to winning the Big Ten regular season, but they certainly solidified their pairwise and, and put themselves in a position where, you know, after the... Um, 
you know, lost to Alaska, it didn't feel quite this solid, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, they uh, they've really turned it on. And if you had uh, if you had asked any Gopher hockey fan, hey, you're going to take your three best players and ship them off to the Olympics. Oh, by the way, you're going to go four and zero so far without them, uh, including sweeping, as you said, an Ohio State team that had not lost in regulation since the Gophers beat them in regulation uh, back in Minneapolis in November. Um, yeah, no, I don't think anybody saw that coming. But uh, the team has really co- coalesced around uh, Justin Close and Net. Uh, Close has really played great. I mean, better than anybody could have expected. Um, he he looks like a number one goaltender right now, which is all you can ask. I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna go out and absolutely make every single spectacular save, but he's gonna make most of the ones he should. Which I mean, if you can if you can keep a team to two three goals that. With the Gophers' offense, that puts you in the game every single night. Um, it's great to see the freshmen finally stepping up big time. Uh, the, they had an all-freshman line of uh, Chaz Lucius, Aaron Huglin, and Rhett Pitlick uh, for the Ohio State series, and they were on fire. Uh, Pitlick scored a pair of goals. Uh, Huglin had a goal. Lucius had a goal. So it was really nice to see those freshmen come alive. Um, yeah, they're getting they're getting great play. And they're doing what they need to do. As you said, you know, we're back in the Big Ten race right now. The Gophers just two points back of Michigan, uh, who coincidentally Michigan also missing four Olympians has gone four and zero since since they left. So so much for the uh, for the Olympians taking off having a big uh, impact on the on the Big Ten race. Um, but the Gophers do need some help. As we said, two uh, two points back of the Wolverines, Minnesota and Michigan both with four games left. Ohio State, uh, two or one point back of the Gophers. Uh, they only have two games left. They actually head to Ann Arbor for a huge series this weekend. So uh, Minnesota suddenly, Ohio State fans, after what we did to them last weekend, uh, they really could uh, use some help from the Buckeyes. Uh, meanwhile, the Gophers head to Penn State, which has been an absolute house of horrors. Um, you know, legitimately, Minnesota is a much better team than Penn State, but the Gophers have not won in Penn State since February of 2017. Which is, you know, a long-ass time and, you know, a whole different world to go. Yeah, it's it's not good. I mean, uh, the fact that, that Sam Rossini, back as a fifth-year senior, is back on the roster, they added him at the at the break. He obviously is the only member of the team. He was a freshman uh, the last time the Gophers beat Penn State. Um, or didn't even beat Penn State. He was a, he was a freshman on that on that first team that lost four games in a row to Penn State. They lost the two games at the end of the regular season, then they had to go back for the playoffs, lost two more games in a row, and that was the year that they looked like they were going to make the NCAA tournament, and then all of a sudden, uh, every uh, the possibility... Point, the point .001% yes, failure. they had a 63 out of 64 uh, chance to make the NCAA tournament. That 1% uh, popped up, UMD got in the last spot, and ended up going and winning the thing. So... Um, yeah, I mean the the big thing is Minnesota has to find a way to go get a win in in Happy Valley. I think I think they can do that this weekend. Um, they're going to need to play good, solid defense. Uh, they're going to be uh, a bit shorthanded on Friday night as Ben Brinkman was suspended for the Friday night game after his uh, slew foot late in the game uh, that he got kicked out for against uh, Ohio State on Saturday. So uh, the Gophers are going to be playing. You know, without Brinkman and without Faber, so down two of their top defensemen. Um, so Sam Rossini added to the roster at uh, halfway through the season, probably going to play on on Friday night. So um, something that again nobody really saw happening. But uh, 
The Gophers can beat Penn State. They just have to be smart defensively. Penn State's going to take their shots. That's what they do. The Gophers just need to be smart and control the puck and take advantage of the chances that they get. Um, they're a better offensive team. They're a better defensive team. So they just need to, to shake that uh, that elephant in the room and, and find a way to get one of those wins. If they can get the win Friday night, I think that takes all the pressure off and they probably win fairly easily on Saturday. Um, but if that Friday night game is, is closer, I think they're going to be squeezing those sticks tight, knowing that uh, knowing that there's just something about Penn State that they just can't get over the hump. So hopefully Minnesota can find a way to get that win Friday and, and uh, Ohio State can get a big win uh, at Michigan. And it'll all come down to the final weekend next weekend while the Gophers host Wisconsin and Michigan goes to Notre Dame. So the women uh, facing off against St. Thomas, um, their big competitors being Ohio State and Wisconsin facing off against each other. Is that in Wisconsin or Ohio State? They, they are in Columbus. They are in Columbus. All right. So the women facing St. Thomas, I guess my actual big question, because look, I'm not going to, in no world am I going to expect a, uh, a loss to St. Thomas. Like what we're, what we're experiencing this year seemingly in the WCHA is that Teams like Mankato State are upping their game uh, and, and playing stronger, but St. Thomas just you know leveled up to Division One. That's they're not there yet. Uh, is the is because this is you know a home and home weekend as the in states are. Uh, is this a Friday in Minneapolis or yeah? Well, yeah, Friday in Minneapolis, Saturday in St. Paul. Are they at home for the for the final game of the series or are they? Uh, at St. Thomas for the final they, game. They are at home for the final game of the series. In fact, I'm assuming it's due to weird scheduling because, of course, St. Thomas plays their home games at the... It's called the St. Thomas Ice Arena, but that's because it's right next to St. Thomas Academy High School, and uh, they host lots of high school games. So it's actually a Thursday night, Saturday afternoon series. Uh, so the Gophers will head down to Mendota Heights to face St. Thomas on the road on Thursday um, and then they will come home and, and host St. Thomas on Saturday at Ritter. Uh, the trick being is that, in theory, the Gophers could potentially clinch Thursday night, but they won't know it until Saturday, if that makes sense. To, to give you an idea, let me explain. Basically, depending upon what happens in the Wisconsin-Ohio State series, Minnesota needs anywhere between one and four points to clinch the WCHA regular season title. Um, if, if, the two, if the Badgers and Buckeyes split the series, the Gophers only need one point. If one of those teams gets four, Gophers need two. If one of those teams gets five, Gophers need three. And if one of the teams, either Ohio State or Wisconsin, sweeps the other, because they are tied right now for second place with the exact same uh, winning percentage, the Gophers would need four points over the Tommies. Um, so in theory, Minnesota should get an easy win at St. Thomas Thursday night, get three points, and those points might be enough to clinch it. They won't know either until A, the Gophers get another win on Saturday at Ritter against St. Thomas, or B, the second uh, Ohio State-Wisconsin game goes final. So basically, the best thing Minnesota can do is just ignore the Wisconsin-Ohio State series completely, go get your sweep, which should be easy. I mean, St. Thomas has won three, four games all season long. Uh, they're missing their best goaltender, who's uh, competing for Switzerland in the Olympic, or not their goaltender, excuse me. Well, yes, yeah, their goaltender is the backup for Switzerland in the Olympics. One of their, uh, two of their forwards also are competing for Switzerland in the Olympics. Switzerland playing Finland for the bronze medal this morning, uh, or tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning. Um, I don't believe they'll be back in time for the series. So really, there's no reason why the Gophers should be able to, uh, 
to easily, you know, do what they need to do, take care of business, and hang their first banner up in Ritter Arena for a regular season WCHA title since 2019. Yeah, so what, what, what you've uh, confirmed for me is it could be a really fun, fun night in Ritter on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday afternoon, I believe it's a uh, 4 p.m. face-off. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to, uh, you know, the uh, WCHA trophy, I would assume, will be in the house, and, and you'll be able to, in theory, barring an epic collapse, uh, watch the team celebrate uh, after after clinching the title. So that'll be nice, and, and doing that, uh, they'll get the number one seed in the WCHA tournament, which means St. Thomas will be coming back for a first-round series at Ritter the following week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, you'll see a lot of the Tommies here in the next couple of weeks, but uh, uh, you know, it, it, at this point, you know, you're just gearing up for the for the uh, frozen faceoff. Also at Ritter Arena, uh, you know, again, barring crazy upsets, it'll be the top four teams in the WCHA: Minnesota, Ohio State, Wisconsin, UMD. Uh, four of the top five in the country. UMD, I think, fell to fifth this week behind Northeastern, who's now fourth. Um, and, and those will be a little more interesting. In those games, in theory, you're probably playing for NCAA seeding. The Gophers are number one in the pairways right now. Uh, if, the, if the bracket was announced right now, they'd have the number one seed. Um, but to be realistic, you know, the, the, top, the top four or five seeds are going to have open ice, or home ice for the NCAA quarterfinals. Uh, Minnesota has pretty much locked one of those up. So even if they would go on a, on a losing streak here or would lose in the quarterfinals of the WCAA tournament, they pretty much have a top two or three seed locked up, uh, and they'll be playing you know, an NCAA quarterfinal in a couple of weeks here at Ritter before they head to Penn State, which is where the women's Frozen Four is this year. I have one word for you. Stickers. You need stickers from Homefield Apparel. I have recently purchased uh, basically their entire supply, or at least their entire line of stickers. There's a fantastic Tulane Green Wave. They now have a Slippery Rock University, Rocky the Rock, in some sort of fur coat with a pennant. Go to homefieldapparel.com to check it out. You're going to love these stickers. And of course, there's all the comfortable, fantastic apparel. Homefieldapparel.com is the place to go. Make sure to use code DAILYGOPHER at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's homefieldapparel.com. Right, well, uh, you know, we Gopher. have a game ongoing. As you noted, we're recording Tuesday night. Uh, Gophers are up two on the road at Ohio State uh, at halftime. Um, I have not watched a second of this particular match, but... Uh, the scuttlebutt around the TDG Slack channel is uh, they're playing pretty well. Uh, Streets, what are your thoughts? Uh, obviously, you know, the, the Penn State win over the weekend was a nice palate cleanser, get things back on the right track. What are your thoughts uh, so far with what you saw um, tonight with uh, the game at uh, Ohio State? Yeah, they're... So far through the first half, Minnesota's playing solid defense. Fortunately, Peyton Willis is not playing very well on offense, which is why this game is only two points. And the Gophers, after going on a 10-0 run for about five minutes, sort of promptly gave almost all of it back to Ohio State as they got end of the half. That said, always good to be up even at the half on the road, especially to a ranked team. Ohio State's a very good basketball team. 
this year should the Gophers hold on to this game, which I am skeptical of, which I am skeptical at this point, then uh, they will uh, get a really, really solid win there. The win against Penn State over the weekend, definitely a good win. It was after the debacle at Nebraska. Always, always disappointing to note your preseason prediction for a team (laughs) was get trounced at Michigan, but easily beat Nebraska and have that, in fact, be the reverse. But the win against Penn State is, is solid. I think it'll be interesting the last few few games of the regular season as they start getting to the, the end here to see what Ben Johnson does, if anything, with expanding the bench. Mostly in the sense of this late in the season, might just have more tired legs, might need to get more people in for a couple of minutes. For the women, That's a kind of you minor know, they coaching are, question that I will be looking They're at. not going to the tournament or anything, obviously. Uh, they're seemingly making a little bit of strides, you know, winning at least the games they you would think should win or could win. Uh, what, are, what are your expectations uh, for the women down the stretch? Well, it is interesting. First, no, the women are not going to the NCAA tournament unless they were to win the Big Ten tournament, which they will not do because Indiana or Maryland will win that particular one. Uh, And if they don't, Ohio State will or Michigan or Iowa. Point being, a lot of teams not named the University of Minnesota will, will end up winning that tournament. However, the Gophers are now 5-9 and nine after beating Northwestern. They've won their last three at home, three of their last five. The two that they lost, one to Indiana, who's absolutely fantastic this year, and the other to Iowa, which, frankly, they kind of choked away. And But that said, Iowa, a great basketball team. Andy and I have talked at length about Caitlin Clark and her being basically phenomenal, even though she wears bad colors. Now, being 5-9 and nine in tournament play, the Gophers have four more regular season games left, and with the exception of when they play Nebraska, the Gophers will be playing the worst teams in the conference to end the season. And frankly, the Gophers should have beaten Nebraska in the first matchup they had with Nebraska because, I don't know, apparently it's impossible for any basketball team that represents the University of Minnesota to beat the Cornhuskers this year. Unclear. All of which is to say it is possible the Gophers could finish conference play 9-9, nine and nine, which given how the season started, how the season went during the middle, the transfer of Jazz Powell would be a very solid result for the team and, frankly, a very At solid result for least certainly gives more breathing room Lindsay for you know, a highly ranked recruiting class to come in and hopefully make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Frankly, this team has underperformed rather drastically during the year. They have lost a lot of close games during the year that they shouldn't have lost. They, of course, in the first matchup against Iowa, lost by the largest margin in program history. So they've been very inconsistent, and that has been somewhat of a constant, that inconsistency, unfortunately over Lindsey Whalen's tenure. But that said, if you finish 9-9, nine and nine, which would imply uh, win the last five games of the season, do something in the Big Ten tournament, 
Again, they're not getting into the NCAA tournament. They don't have enough quality wins, but that's a good way to end the season. Realistically, the Gophers should go 3-1 and one in their last four games, which would take them to 8-10 and 10 in conference play. So either way, lots of opportunities here late in the season. All right, season Andy, we're going to go, go around the rest of Gopher Sports uh, in, call it 90 seconds. That's probably a bit quick, but let's... Let's see what you can cover for us. Uh, gymnastics, tennis, softball, baseball, go. Yeah, go for gymnastics. Uh, they were uh, back at home on Saturday, taking on Ohio State. Got a, a nice, easy win over the Buckeyes. Uh, part of the uh, the Gophers beating up on the Buckeyes weekend, including the men's hockey team. Uh, 197-95, 197-775. Uh, Ona Loper was the uh, all-around champ in that one. Um and then they played a makeup of their uh, Maryland uh, meet that was COVID postponed at Maryland on Monday, and shockingly dropped uh, dropped a meet to the Terps, um, mainly because the Gophers sort of put out. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to insult them by saying a JV lineup, but they did. Uh, they did not pull out their uh, their A lineup. They were missing a couple of their uh, typical uh, gymnasts who perform, and they had an absolutely horrible day on the balance beam. Had to count, I think, at least one fall, if not two, uh, which ended up costing them. So uh, Ona Loper did win the all around once again. She was named Big Ten Gymnast of the Week this week. Uh, another perfect ten for her on the vault uh, at the meet at Maryland. Um, so congratulations to her. Uh, she's the number one ranked gymnast in the country on the vault with two perfect tens already this year. So, uh, definitely NCAA tournament or NCAA championship vibes hanging around her, uh, gymnastics heads to the big five, big 10 meet where they'll compete against Nebraska, Penn state, Michigan state, and Rutgers in Toledo, Ohio, Saturday night. Ooh, Toledo. Uh, moving on real quick to tennis. Uh, we don't talk much women's tennis, but the women's tennis team got off to the best start in program history this year they started 10 and 0 uh they're 9 and 0 headed into this weekend went out to salt lake city for a pair of uh, matches against pac-12 teams they moved to 10 and 0 with a win over washington state on friday 5-2 but the streak finally ended uh they lost to the host utes four zip on sunday uh so the gophers now 10 and 1 uh and they head out to one more weekend of non-conference play this time it's down south uh, they're heading to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, so they'll face Memphis on Saturday before playing the host Crimson Tide on Sunday, um, and then Big Ten play starts the week after that. So a uh, great start early for the Gopher women's tennis team. Uh, talking about championships, the Big Ten women's swimming and diving championships of this week in Madison. Uh, Emily Bacon, the favor in diving, the Gopher uh, diver uh USA diver. Uh, she should look to bring home some more Big Ten championship hardware before she gets prepared to try and win even more NCAA championships. Uh, the Gophers have a couple other uh, swimmers who could compete for Big Ten titles as well. Softball got their season started last weekend. They were down in Orlando uh, for the CFX Classic hosted by Central Florida. Went 3-2, and two, uh, dropped two games to number 12 Georgia, uh, but picked up wins over Central Florida, Longwood, and Fresno State. And frankly, they should have beaten number 12 Georgia at least once. Uh, they blew a, a lead l- late in game one, losing 3-2, and then lost 5-4 in extra innings in the second game. Uh, good news is the Gophers do seem to have a second pitcher 
Um, we were talking about that last week. A freshman, Emily Levitt, pitched great over the weekend. So Minnesota does seem to have a, a pretty good one-two punch on in the circle, which is nice. Uh, they head down to Arizona this weekend, uh, a quick non-conference game against Grand Canyon Thursday in Phoenix. Uh, before the Littlewood Classic, hosted by number 21 Arizona State in Tempe, uh, the Gophers will play the Sun Devils twice, and then uh, UTEP, Illinois State, and Cal. So uh, the two games against the Sun Devils will be the tough one. Minnesota should go 3-0 and against the rest. Uh, one more quick shout-out, the Gopher baseball team kicks off their season this weekend. Uh, they will start with a four-game series in Boca Raton, Florida, where they will play Florida Atlantic um, I know nothing about Florida Atlantic baseball. The Gopher baseball team was, to be kind, horrible last year. Uh, COVID had a lot to do with that. Uh, they brought in a couple of transfer pitchers this year who should be making a, a fairly big impact pitching staff. Uh, so we'll see how John Anderson's team can uh, turn away, square that away and see if they're uh, faring much better this year. But uh, they uh, four-game series at Florida Atlantic, then they play Florida Gulf Coast in a game. Uh, and they were supposed to be playing the uh, Minnesota Twins in an exhibition game, uh, but that obviously not happening. Why obviously? I, I haven't paid attention enough to understand uh, why. The, the made, the, oh, the, no, the, the, the lockout. MLB the lockout, lockout, the lockout. Is, is most definitely still going on. Uh, Major League Baseball teams were supposed to be reporting the spring training uh, this week, early this week. Uh, that obviously not happening. So even if somehow something magically was to get squared away in the next week, uh, I don't think the Twins will be playing a, a exhibition game against the Gophers uh, a week from Friday. Wah, wah. Andy, well done. Uh, I even forgot that you had uh, swimming to talk about, so way to knock that out. Well, uh, let's see. Let's close this out with a quick check. What is the score in the men's game? 27 up. It's 27 up, which uh, obviously means a for sure victory, even though there's probably like 18 minutes left at this point. Uh, if it is indeed a win, expect coverage of it. If it's a loss, expect coverage of it. Where? TheDailyGopher.com. Uh, in the meantime, of course, uh, your source for all Gopher news until next week's SkyU podcast. In the meantime, go Gophers. SkyU Ma. Row the boat. Mm-hmm.